The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father who will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because the world neither sees nor knows the spirit. You know the spirit because the spirit abides with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will also live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Those who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you ever miss someone so much that it is an ache deep within you? Now we talk freely about backaches, stomach aches, toothaches, headaches, aches and pains. But there is another kind of ache, the ache of grief, the ache of loss, the ache of longing, the ache of love. Sometimes we feel this ache at holidays or on Mother's Day or Father's Day. We may miss a parent so much, we may miss a loved one so much that it feels overwhelming. Some of us grieve what the relationship wasn't and the wounds or regrets we may carry. For those who are adopted, there is another kind of ache, a longing to know their birth parents and mixed feelings to work through. And of course, when we lose both parents at a young age, at an old age, or in between, we become orphans. Even if our parents are alive, though, if they reject us, if our parents abandon us, we may feel like orphans, adrift, without a safe home, both within and without. Reminds me of the African-American spiritual. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Imagine it amid slave auctions. The pain, the despair, the ache, the ache of children being torn from their parents. There is a kind of deep ache in the so-called farewell discourse in John's gospel. The disciples wonder how they will go on without Jesus. 
Yet Jesus assures them that he will not leave them. He will not leave them orphaned. He will not leave them comfortless. He will not abandon them. Jesus promises to be with them and to be with us through the Holy Spirit. This might be a little surprising, but in the early church, Christians often referred to the entire 50 days of Easter as Pentecost. Now, we often relegate hymns about the Holy Spirit to the day of Pentecost, two weeks from today. But you'll note, we are singing Holy Spirit hymns today. And the Holy Spirit is, you could say, the main character in today's gospel. These days before Pentecost correspond to the human longing for God's presence, especially when God seems absent. And then we plead, come, come, Holy Spirit. So have you ever thought about this mysterious Holy Spirit as God's presence with us amid our deep ache for God, our deep longing for more in life, our deep yearning for wholeness, for beauty? Jesus promises, I will not leave you orphaned. I will send the advocate to be with you forever. Now, another word, the biblical old King James word for advocate is paraclete. Not parakeet, but paraclete that we sometimes have in Pentecost hymns. Now, in our Chicagoland area, we know of the advocate health care system. So, what's an advocate? An advocate is called to one side as a source of help in the court system in an educational institution, or to press the legislature to act on behalf of a certain cause. Amid life's aches, the Holy Spirit is paraclete, advocate, comforter, the head of a major philanthropic foundation said that he views his role as encourager. And oh, how we need encouragement from one another and from God. So the Greek noun paraclete could be translated as exhort, comfort, entreat, advocate, counsel, and encourage. In our aches, what we long for is encouragement, a sense of belonging, the assurance that everything will be okay. Maybe it's not surprising that one of the great aches of our time is loneliness. Who would have thought after the explosion of social media over a decade ago that most people feel less connected and more alienated from one another than before? The Surgeon General under Barack Obama wrote that the most common pathology he noticed in his years of caring for patients wasn't diabetes, wasn't heart disease, but loneliness. One politician states that he believes the root, 
the root of our conflicted, polarized politics is loneliness. This past week, I watched an achingly moving and beautiful movie called The Quiet Girl. Anybody heard of it or seen it? Mm, We had one last night. This movie was Ireland's Oscar entry for best international feature. Caught. Caught is a cautious, quiet, wary nine-year-old girl. Her parents neglect her. They ignore her. Cot's pregnant mother is distracted and overwhelmed by the other children. Cot's drunken father is impatient and absent. So Cot makes herself as small as possible by hiding under her bed after she wets it during the night. She escapes. She runs away from school where she's a slow reader and considered a weirdo by the other students. We can only imagine the deep, lonely ache within Cot's. So her parents send her away for the summer to be with some relatives. This childless couple, as it seems, they're in their 50s, but they see caught. And her whole being changes and comes to life. Ebelin radiates motherly care. There's comfort in her eyes. There's acceptance in her eyes. There's hospitality in her eyes. She combs Cot's hair, bathes her, showers her with acceptance, and Cot receives what her parents do not give her. And her life is transformed. But early on, we see a kind of ache in this couple in their 50s, They appear to be childless, but we notice what seems to be children's clothing in their house and wallpaper with trains, a mystery revealed later in the movie. Susan Cain writes of the ache that binds us together. Think of that, an ache that binds us together. Her recent book, one of my very all-time favorites, is called Bittersweet, How Sorrow and Longing Make Us Whole. Cain describes this ache as not quite sadness, more like longing, something that binds us, connects us to being human, and invites us on the path of creativity and transcendence and connection. Now, some of us use religious language to talk about this part of being human. We are God's offspring. God is our parent. The book of Acts suggests, as we heard, in Paul's famous speech to the Athenians, he says these amazing words this morning, in God we move, in God we live, in God we have our being. So whatever we call this mystery, however different religions name God or a higher power, it is the source of all that is good, the source of all that is beautiful, all that is just, all that connects us to life itself, all that connects us to one another and the earth. So whatever spiritual ache you may be carrying these days, whatever loneliness or 
sadness or hurt or maybe even a feeling you can't put into words but seems a little off, hear Jesus' words, I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you in your deepest yearning. I will abide in you and you will abide in me. The risen Christ, the wounded Christ, stands among us this day as a mother, as a father, as a lover, as a companion on our journey, and as a friend. And we yearn and pray, come Holy Spirit, come down, O love divine. Amen.